Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie. I'm hitting record, Princess. Are you ready? I am ready, Carrie. Oh, I think it's time to get going on this amazing episode. Oh, Kim, we're going to talk about delegating your time. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Carrie, are we delegating our time or are we delegating to get more time back in our lives? Oh, oh, curveball. Yes, already. Love it. Oh, this is going to be spicy. <laughs> <laughs> we like spicy around here. <laughs> we do. I, I think I actually said that completely wrong. We do want to talk about delegating. I like delegating, Carrie. <laughs> Me too. Now that I've learned how, I will say I'm a little control freaky. Yes. And yes, that's what I call it. But that is something I had to learn to do and I had to practice it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I said yes, because I agree. I am a huge control freak. I, I'm the car driver. I am not the car. I always end up talking. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Always about cars. It's the cars, right? Oh my goodness. But I am, I, I drive the car. I don't serve well as a passenger. I am one of those passengers that literally sits there going, watch out for that. Look out, watch that, that guy. See, he's on the edge of his lane there. Like I can't help it. I cannot, I try not to. And I've been told many a times, trust me. Um, my husband may have stopped driving with me as a passenger for that very reason. That's, that's the truth. <laughs> So I might speak up too much too, Carrie, but I, I'm going to stay the passenger. I like it because oh. <laughs> I delegated that, Carrie. Oh, see, snap. <laughs> oh, wow. I like that. Yes. Well, we, we are going to talk about delegating and I think we really want to focus on how much time we can get back by delegating because it can be significant, Kim, don't you think? It definitely can be carried. And I will say that when you first start delegating, though, it requires what I consider a time investment Mm -hmm. because it takes a little bit of time to get someone trained in what you want them Mm -hmm. to to take from your plate. Yep, I agree. And I've felt that because Kerry considers herself still a work in progress on the delegating front in business. However, every time I've done it, I have to bring it to the forefront of my mind that I need to stop, I need to take a breath, I need to slow down, and yes, I'm going to now delegate this task, which is going to cost me, this is how my brain works, it's going to cost me an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it requires to invest in the person I'm delegating to. I I think that that is a wise way to look at it, Carrie, because we are making, we're making an investment into another human mm-hmm. or we're making an investment into something um, that is going to have to, like, we're going to have a learning curve to learn how some kind of technology works because there are ways to delegate things to 
you know, programs that'll automatically do something. And there's also humans. Mm -hmm. So I think we can get time back from either one of those. You know, I shared about my Zoom ordeal where I got a lot of hours back Mm -hmm. because I did it different. But there was a learning curve involved with that. I had to learn how to how to do that. And I had to learn what human was going to handle it because that was the other side of it. The end result is there had to be a different human handling it than me. Mm. I like that point, Kim, because what you've just tapped into is our awareness of who we're delegating to. And I don't mean generally speaking, I mean specific here, because if we have a set task, let's, let's paint a picture. I believe in setting things up for success. So if I'm delegating to other people, whether they're in my team internally or it could be an external third party, I do need to consider that person's abilities before I just toss a task over to them because I can get anything off my plate in a heartbeat. However, if I just literally look at it as get that off my plate, get that off my plate, I, hate, I, don't, I don't like doing that, it can go away. I'll send it to this person and that person Almost like what you you often refer to, Kim, with the, is it sketty throw and scatter shot yeah. and all that kind of <laughs> Same thing for delegating the task, really. We can be mission focused to actually just toss it to people internally or externally. However, if you stop and you think and you go, hang on a minute, who is going to thrive on this task? Because that's what we want. We believe in our what we're doing in our business and the outcome it gives us. Therefore, when you consider a human taking things off your plate, it's not a case of, I told you to do this, do this thing. I don't care if you like it or not, because you're going to get a better result if the task matches the human. And I just say boom right there. Boom, shakalaka. We're done, peoples. We can just (laughs) shut it down right now. We've been here for a whole, I don't know, just a matter of minutes, Kim. Like literally, I think it's like six minutes into the podcast. And and I'm guessing if I get that right, I'll be impressed. We're about six minutes into the podcast and we're done. We're done. Woo! Great episode, Kim. Thanks for coming. Bye. (laughs) So, Kim, I think you should grab your bucket and I'll grab my boom gate. And let's just take a quick little break. What do you think? Perfect, Carrie. We'll be back in a minute. This podcast is sponsored by Fire Up Groundwork Brigade Mastermind. Are you an entrepreneur who is focused on making an impact? But you haven't figured out how to make an income doing it? We spent years trying to figure out how to do both. And we realized the business adventure is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm Kim White. I'm the founder and fierce leader of the My Sexy Business team. And I'm Kerry Zab, Aussie bucket of swearing sunshine. But not in this podcast. And she's a brilliant entrepreneur, by the way. We both understand how it feels to believe we are the only ones who can't figure things out. So we decided to join forces so we could get in the trenches with you. We lead a very special mastermind group so you can be confident in strategically implementing the right things in the right order so that you too can get the best possible results. We cover a variety of topics based on what you need, including building a business that you own and doesn't own you. We even address themes like social media strategy and simple tech solutions. 
If you would like to meet other entrepreneurs who are living proof of what is possible, come and join us. And the link is in the show notes. That actually sounds a lot like what people do with delegating poorly, Carrie. Mm. When they say, okay, here, it's yours. I'm out. Why didn't you do it like I wanted you to? Like those are the conversations because you didn't train them properly because you didn't give them opportunity. I'm very long. um, I, the first thing that came to my word was long suffering, but that's not really the right word, but I, I can go a long ways with someone trying to learn something because I know for me personally, I'm a slow learner. I need to understand something. I need Mm -hmm. to understand all the parts or I need to unpack all the little bits in the little corners. But when it comes to a place of delegating something that is extremely important, and I'll, I'll give you mine, Carrie, and I think you're the same way. When we're talking about delegating a task for a client, I have a higher expectation. When I'm talking about delegating something for my own self, I don't mind them learning and bumping their head on things that are for our business because of where we're at with our business. When it comes to a client though, we don't, we don't want to do that. Mm. So that also requires um, paying attention when you're investing the time in someone and you're helping them learn something. If they really don't like it, it may be because they've never done it. Mm-hmm. Maybe something that intimidates them, but sometimes they're just things that don't go personality wise with someone either. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, go, Kim. No, you go ahead, Gary. Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, thinking of the humans again and coming back to exactly what you said and, and our combination conversation here, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's. My, I can't help, and this may be a little bit of a selfish act here, but I can't help but think about that allocation to the to the person being incorrect from lack of consideration. We're responsible. We have to re- accept the responsibility as a business owner that if we've delegated something to someone, it's still on us, whether it's for us whether it's for a client, I agree with you on that escalated level of responsibility for the client tasks. However, if we don't consider the landscape when we go to delegate and then we don't get what we wanted in return, I have to look at myself first and foremost, not the person, not the person I necessarily gave it to, because was I running a million miles an hour and just suddenly threw a job across the desk and expected them to play catch and, you know, read my brain? And, and the answer to that sometimes Carrie is yes, that's something we, we do, or we have done, and we probably will do it again, not meaning to Hmm. that, that is us being human. Yep. But I will say that when you delegate to someone who, and I think this is maybe a little <clears throat> little more spicy, but I think it's important to say is that sometimes when you delegate something to someone and their want to is broken, mm. they really have a bad attitude or they don't want to do anything except just fill some time so they can collect a check. Those are not my flavor, those mm-hmm. those kind of situations, simply because they are missing out on learning something. They're 
either all knowed up, like where they know everything and they're not listening, or maybe they've got, you know, maybe they've got something else that's a way bigger thing on their mind. Mm. So there's lots of reasons that that happens. But I will say for me, Carrie, I will go with that for a while. And then I draw a line and it's like, if, if I can't find a way and I will go different ways, like I Mm -hmm. will try to find different ways to help someone learn something. Mm -hmm. But if they really are not the right person, not the right human, not the right technology, right, not the right, whatever it is, you have to decide, okay, I chose poorly. Mm. or you have to own the responsibility of this isn't working. What Mm. are we going to do about it? Rather than going on and on and on and on and not having something work. That's a pain point in your life. Mm. And I feel like, Kim, you touched on two things there, and I'm going to come back to the technology side. Remind me because I might forget. But if we persist with the wrong combination for whatever the reason, I think that is harming ourselves because then we're less likely to delegate in the future. It, it leaves that bad taste in your mouth of, well, I did it with so-and-so and it didn't work, so I'll just do it myself. And, and oh. that becomes like a pattern of behaviour that us control freaks have, and I say us because it's me, that we have on repeat because if we didn't, it didn't go well or we didn't set it up for success, all those things come into play to affect our brain in our next decision of delegating to just not even go there. We just don't even want to attempt to go there because of that negative experience. So the best mentor I've ever had in my entire life told me way back when I started to delegate to find one thing and delegate it and don't ever take it back. It doesn't mean you won't bump your head along the way getting it, but but to to yourself, to myself, be determined enough to find the right person. Mm-hmm. Don't don't play with the idea of it coming back onto your plate. Like really make that decision. And I think that was some of the best advice ever because everything that I delegate even even if I have to re-delegate it I if it's off my plate it's permanently off my plate emergencies are different like we Mm -hmm. just want to be real here too but honestly if it's delegated it's delegated I like that they weren't Aussie were they (laughs) yep see they don't play with boomerangs boomerangs come back every single time (laughs) It wasn't a boomerang. The delegation there is not a boomerang. It's not coming back. How's that? <laughs> and I love it, Gary, that you even say that because the, the truth was um, that particular mentor had done that and, and shared with me the stories of the problems. And, and it was very eye-opening because, you know, they recognized in me the control freakiness, which is why I get a lot done. Like mm-hmm. that is, that is only one side of the coin of being a control, control freaky person is the other side is I, I get a lot done. So it's not always a bad thing. It's just, you've got to make sure you're control freaky in the right way yeah. so that you're not trying to, you know, hold on to everything. Cause we can't do everything. Not if we're going to grow. 
No, no, it doesn't equal growth in a business by holding it. And I always think of sitting at the poker table and you're holding your cards really close to your chest so that no one can see what hand you got. <laughs> That's always what comes to mind when I think of control and delegating is <laughs> just let me back up here and hold my cards. I'll hold them tighter. Hang on. No, no, you can't see them. You can't have them. I'm not putting any down. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, Kim, I want to swing back to the technology mm. because something else to set it up for success when we delegate in our business is ensuring that the person has the right tools to do the right job. And I'm going yeah. to put a little caveat on that because if it's a third party, it could be up to them, could be up to them to supply those tools. However, that does not mean that we can't assist with that. And then if you've got the insourcing thing, which by the way, for anyone listening that hasn't heard me say that before, that's when you delegate to your team. So someone that's already within your team, or in my case, your family members. So insourcing, <laughs> just I just get a little like fishing rod and <laughs> reel them in, reel them in. Um, when that hi, boss, ha- right? hi, yeah, hi boss, hi Danny, hi Danny, yep. hi, hi Danny. <laughs> So when that happens again, then it's more of our responsibility to ensure that they've got the right tools. I could I could turn around to my husband and say, here, um, here's a website, I need you to build it, here's, here's the platform, knock yourself out. He's going to look at me like, what do you want me to do with this? Even mm-hmm. though he's more than capable and he's highly intelligent, that's not fair. That's, yeah. not, that's not me setting it up for success. Likewise, if I said to him, I need a website, and he says, okay, where do you want that built? And I go, I don't know, you work it out. That's not fair. <laughs> you know, you, you see where yeah. I'm going? Like, yeah. So one of the things I think about tools, and I think about anyone who leads anyone else on the team, because like our team is amazing, I'll just say that. I look at that and I think if you give someone responsibility and you don't give them the authority to go with it, to make some decisions, but you help them make the decisions, I will tell you, I have swung so far to the other side of the pendulum because being control freaky, I'm very aware I don't want to do that to anyone. So I have swung to the other side of sometimes I don't give enough information like you were just talking about. I need something done. I give them a task and then I don't realize, I don't realize I didn't give them enough information. Mm -hmm. And I think it's super important to, um, I think it's super important to recognize that you need to be in the middle of that one. Yeah. It needs to be not control freaky where you're over their shoulder constantly, Mm. but they also need enough information to do what you're asking them to do. They need the tools. They need the information. They need what you want. They need your expectations to be clear. Yep. Um, It's very hard to, to do something for someone when they are, you know, flailing about and, and, and not clear today you want this tomorrow you want this and maybe this afternoon you want a third thing like you are you are all over the place that's not fair to try to delegate that so I think I think saying all of that though Carrie I still want to go back to the it's worth the investment it's worth the investment to get clear it's worth the investment to 
learn how to delegate something and do one thing at a time to delegate it and really delegate it so it doesn't come back. Mm -hmm. But that's how we get more and more and more done is by making that investment in time so that we can do more things. We can do things that only we can do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Kim, I like that because I have another confession to make before we wrap up today's episode. <laughs> my, let's go for final thoughts as final confessions. How's that? <laughs> That's perfect, Kerry. <laughs> so Kerry's final confession today in final thoughts is I have actually found myself in moments of not sh not being sure if I can delegate something with success because I love the whole set it up for success, but I might be new to delegating that particular task. I will go to that person, internal, external, whoever they are and say, okay, I have not delegated this before. I'm trying to put my big girl pants on and get this off my plate. Can we work on it together? so that we actually create a document of a template to follow for you and I both. And I'm just blanket open and honest about it to get that, that I guess that buy-in from the person as well as the support, because we're not perfect. We're, we're all human and we're going to speak of that a million times. And sometimes you need to be that honest and say, I don't know what this looks like. So let's do it together. Well, Carrie, I'm going to go one little step farther in that too with when you're delegating something and you don't know what it looks like. I'm going to go with, you don't know what it looks like no matter what human it is, because this is a new human or this is a different thing to delegate. So I feel like that's always necessary. It, it's an, it's something that um, you and I both know our Jillo mm -hmm. does many, many things and while I tease her all the time about she can almost read my mind, she still can't read my mind because it's in my mind. And, and I can't be unkind to her because she didn't read my mind. How can she? Like that's, and she guesses well, she does so many amazing things. Like it's not, it's nothing to do with that. It's just, I have to, as the responsible one, remember that every single time I delegate something, let's figure that out together is the right way to say it. Yeah. I think, I think that that's because I've delegated a lot of things to her where I've dropped the ball. I was busy and I've dropped the ball on her and, and taken off. Like we were saying, well, ago, and she's done her best. And of course, you know, she always rocks it, but maybe it's not exactly what I intended, or maybe she's never done it before. Like, those are just some of the things that I feel like what you're saying is gold for everyone, control freaky or not, let's do this together. Let's figure out how to make this process work for both of us and, and get these things done because it does give us more time. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. Love it. I think that's a wrap, Carrie, as Donna Bender would say, because that, that is was a wrap. Yep. Yeah. That was amazing. That was that was a really good conversation, Kim. And thank you for being here. And we thank you guys for tuning in once again. This is just like we're still in the early days of this podcast, Kim. We got a lot more to talk about, don't we? <laughs> thank you, everyone who is listening to all that we have to talk about. 
<laughs> Thanks for being the fly on our wall. <laughs> <laughs> and what a sexy fly they are, Carrie. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> exactly. Kim, we will chat again next week. See ya. Bye, Carrie. Thank you for joining Kim and Carrie in today's conversation of Buckets and Boom Gates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes, and they can't wait to chat with you next week.